That's why I can't go past the wedge. Yeah, so if you, if, see, if you notice your wedges are kind of the lowest. The Oh yeah, because it, it, it... How big is the wedge? No, no, you see this wedge next to the one? Just don't go above that. That's the wedge I'm talking about. Okay, what about... What do I not go below this? Honestly, anything, like, up to the zero is fine. You're, you're, you're good. Honestly, I could turn yours down a little bit. You'd be fine. You should always turn Yeah, he gets loud when he gets drunk, doesn't he? Okay, welcome to the Transmit Podcast in our new studio space, which is my room in Victor's house. Yeah. Boy, he does not seem comfortable with that. <laughs> we're, we're recording on, on New so, Year's Eve. Do we want to give away, like, every single thing about our lives? Oh, yeah. Our, our address listeners... is... <laughs> San Diego, whoa, California. Whoa. Hey, hey, hey. I'll, to... I'll bleep that out. I will literally bleep that out. <laughs> okay, we're all hanging out in my room because um, this is where we put up my podcast station. And uh, we figured that tonight, since we don't have a lot to talk about and we're also drunk... We talk about the Star Wars movie we saw, uh, The Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. But also, it's going to be 20. Today is the day that it's going to be the year uh, 2020. It's going to be a new decade. Ooh. But some people don't believe it's going to be a new decade. You know, look, have you ever seen The West Wing where the Toby Ziegler talks about that? Yeah. Yeah. That's the kind of person uh, I have. And listen. <laughs> I've heard of The West Wing. That's close enough. That's close enough. Well, listen. Basically assholes talk about it like that just enjoy that we're going into the 20s look at the number and just say we're in the 20s yeah who calls it yeah who calls it uh that means by that logic that means 1970 is actually the first you know it's the last year of the 60s 60s. yeah fuck them dude just just roll with it 1980 is the last year of the 70s no no one says that yeah, we, it's we, gonna be the fucking 20s exactly it's the fucking 20s I need a fedora hey do you remember those fedoras I showed you with the, the carbon fiber hard hat ones at least in the, <laughs> uh, the, con- the context of measuring music uh, decades it's definitely the 20s yeah it's definitely the 20s so we're, we're, we're gonna have more we're gonna have swing but it's gonna be electro swings making it's big it's making it's big breakout I think I might go out to it this is wine right uh, it's fine. sure, Glenn. If it's totally shh, yeah, it's totally wine. Yeah, toast, bro. No, that's about as much as I poured in mine. Drink it as w- as you would wine. Mm-hmm. Drink it as oh. I would wine. But uh, yes. you wanted to talk about Star Wars. Right? Okay. So, um, when I was uh, I I enjoyed this Star Wars. The the last one I think is better than than the um, than the one before it. The um, the Last Jedi. What do you think? Overall, <clears throat> this Star Wars movie was the best Star Wars movie. At, like, ever. Like, better than uh, ever. The Empire Strikes Back? <laughs> okay, that was good. Maybe of the trilogy, yeah. Okay, of this current trilogy, it might be the best. Seven, of 7, 8, and 9, it was the best one. Honestly, yes. Honestly, yeah. Um, I was watching a, a movie, Bob, um, a YouTube video about that, and he's sitting there, like, uh, trying to tell me that. The Last Jedi is the most challenging, and I was thinking like, no, it's the most challenged. Like it's <laughs> special needs. It's it's not a it's a comedy of errors, and I disagree with him on that point because like the whole plot is based on someone not giving the plan to the people who would need the plan, mm-hmm. and so it's just this comedy of errors where like we're only doing this because someone didn't say a plot point. 
I'm looking at your arm, and I know where you shave um, your hairs off. Okay, so I don't the sharpness of your knives. Yes, th- there we go. I wasn't just shaving my arm in random spots. I, w- <laughs> I was sharpening Anthony's new knife, and I, that's how I test the sharpness. Is if it can if it can shave the back of my arm, it's good. Are we talking about Star Wars or my or my arm? Just kind of got zoned in onto your arm. God, you are uh, so. We can buzzed. come back to the arm though. We can let's get back to that in the next <laughs> podcast. This is a New Year's podcast first. Because I mean, I feel like it doesn't have to be strictly about Star Wars, but good point. No, we, you, we can talk about um, other things like your room and stuff, and the attention that it needs. Okay, don't talk about my space. Okay, don't talk about my room. That's half purple and half what baby blue. Yeah, those are euros. Is she gonna steal my money? She's stealing my money that my dad gave me from his Euro trip, Euro in which trip. he banged a. Your dad went on a Euro trip. He went on a Euro trip. Right. What did he bang? It was only ten euro. His wife. No, he doesn't have a wife. He he banged an Amsterdamian hooker. Really? No. Amsterdamian. Okay, here. Star Wars. I can only judge it. I can only tell yeah. you my experience of the three films. And what is your experience of the three films? All right. Experience number one. In the theater of seeing Star Wars, The Farce Awakens. The Farce. The farce. <laughs> God. The Force Awakens. You've gone uh, full shock jock. Congratulations. (laughs) This is what I felt. I was a little perturbed. Oh, yeah? That day. Because uh, I was giving some people a ride. Yeah. I'm not going to name them right now. Because it was a a very uh, significant part of my history. Okay. With these people. (laughs) (laughs) But I remember being a little perturbed because... Uh, we'll just say, we'll just say his name. Okay. Luciana was like, "You don't need to use fucking, you don't need to use fucking uh, uh, your phone to figure out where to get to the theater. Just fucking drive there. Just fucking go. Just go. Just know just intrinsically know. where it is. Why does everyone pull out their fucking maps? Because it has off. traffic on it. Because if there's a wreck on the way, we can avoid it." He's like, so I was like trying to put in the address and everything. And he's like, just fucking go. Okay, this from the guy who, when he's giving us directions, would say, okay, go left here, left, 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 left. Oh, I meant right. So that, you know, that, let's just say that uh, that's not a huge deal, but it perturbed me a little bit. So now I'm I kind of a little on edge watching this new <laughs> Star Wars film, right? Right. And then I noticed that um, it's like, uh, what do they call it? Derivative? Ends up being so? very derivative of uh, New Hope, right? Wait, that's the first one is derivative New Hope. The the last one it feels it feels I, I would say it feels very different from uh, all the other ones, honestly. Because well, seven. I'm talking about episode seven. Episode seven. Yeah, yeah. The Force so, Awakens. Oh yeah, the Force the Force Awakens. Yes, is very derivative of New Hope. Yeah, they've got. Uh, the the trench run they've tr- got the, the trench run the star killer star, base star killer base uh, and you kill who do they, they someone kill coming out of the desert planet to but be the new force the, wielder du jour thing you've got your new Darth Vader guy no yeah we got that you've got like your new stormtroopers you've yeah. got your new empire exactly and I was like I could have done something new so from well, that point on the rest of this trilogy is gonna be what 
the new Empire, new Darth Vader, I, new Luke Skywalker. Okay, initially I was same a, Chewbacca. Yeah, same Chewbacca. No, initially <laughs> I was cool with that because I felt that they had to wash the taste of the uh, prequels, prequels out of our mouth, and that was a good way to do it. But let's 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 get into. I'm just telling you my experience. Okay. So I came away from that feeling, mm-hmm. yeah, like uh, it felt like it was kind of just like a remake, like a, a reimagining, yeah. uh, like a new. Like it was in, it was almost like a remake and a sequel. Yeah, it was like in the same universe. Right. It's, it's like a, but a remake. A re, a reboot quill. A reboot quill. <laughs> God damn it. So then I was like, so then like they set up a bunch of stuff for the next movie, right? Like who erased parents? Yeah. We're gonna find Luke Skywalker. They set up a bunch of cool stuff, right? Yeah. And then for the years leading up to that, you know, you got people on the internet trying to figure out. Like oh, what's gonna happen next? Uh, oh, uh, Ray's parents is—it's Luke, you know. Right. Uh, uh, all this other stuff. Uh, who's Snoke? We're gonna find out who Snoke is. Yeah, they set all that up as important. <laughs> and then, and then in the when second one, Luke Skywalker throws away. What do you? What's this light sword? This <laughs> laser sword one. bullshit. Laser sword. Your parents are <laughs> nobody. Just, who gives a yeah, shit? Who gives a and shit? Snoke. We don't like him either. Just cut him in half. Cut him in half. Fuck Get him out of there. <laughs> fuck up. Fuck off, dude. So for me, that movie experience, <laughs> well, yeah, and was think... cathartic actually. Yeah. Well, because here's here's the here's the thing. I felt all the nerds. <laughs> I felt all of them getting like I didn't Cry feel out. them getting pissed off, mm-hmm. but I felt I, I I just I just really enjoyed it. I really liked that this direct this whoever wrote this and directed this was just going. Doing like the he's trolling shit. the fans. They were de- they were kind of destroying Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, and they were saying, "Hey, like, I could do something different. Watch this. Yeah. I, I, I'm gonna kill this guy that you cared about." Gonna... It was almost like all the fan. It was almost like he saw all the fan theories and was like, "I'm not gonna um, honor any of this stuff." No, fuck you guys. So I kind of I kind of liked that, and mm-hmm. I, it was kind of cath- I can only say cathartic. Yeah. I no, felt I like that. I was. I felt like I was Ryan. What's his name? I don't give a shit. Johnson. I'm drunk. Um, so the third one. So that was just my general feeling coming yeah, okay. out of them. Was that was a fun movie for me. For the wrong reasons. Okay, I got. I got then you. I then I see. Uh, this from my Schadenfreude one. standpoint. Yeah. From. The <laughs> from the third. Now we get to the third movie, and I feel like that one is more kind of like. It's finally a normal Star Wars movie for me. Yeah. It's not... Oh, Ryan Johnson is the director. Yeah, it's not like a remake. It's not a complete obliteration. It's like, it's got just the right amount of new and the right amount of, you of know, old. old. Yeah. It, for me, that's what it felt yeah. like. Overall, I think that it felt rushed. Like, every scene... Like, listen, because uh, J.J. Abrams had a lot of ideas to put into it, and it felt like he was trying to rush through it. Like, get gotta get through it now, now, now. Get all these ideas in quickly. In the runtime, and that's that's one of the weaknesses I thought was in the movie. But here, how about we start with where it begins? Is um, on that ice like satellite thing, mm-hmm. and uh, they they get some intelligence from some dude with horns, and his whole thing is how do we repay? He was like win the war, and uh, they fly off in the Millennium Falcon. They got that new slug guy who should have been Rose, honestly. Remember that that slug guy who was like working on the ship? Who really, oh, 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 yeah. It really should have been re- like all the people who say like they did Rose dirty, like that's how they could have made like Rose not been done dirty is giving Rose that position because she's technically savvy. She knows technology. 
So if she was the one who was sitting there like, I'll get this ship running for you real good, that would have been gone a long way, yeah, right? That might, yeah, that may have been um, J.J. Abrams uh, listening to the fans who didn't like her. Yeah. Because like, when that movie came out, you know, people, I, I feel like people were just so pissed off at it. Right. That that uh the rose thing was just oh and, and another thing yeah that's the problem who the fuck is this rose if a movie is, if a movie like is enjoyed sam good lord this has never happened from me i swear to god no uh, <clears throat> uh no uh when a movie's yeah good they'll just ignore weaknesses well, and and when a movie's bad uh, what you said and another thing will come in heavily yeah. <laughs> realistically yeah you gotta keep in mind that they just gave rose nothing good to do it was so like you, they were pissed off at luke skywalker in the second film and then yeah. they're like oh and then uh, and fuck rose too <laughs> yeah listen don't fuck rose don't don't shit talk the actress she's just took a job so, yeah. but realistically if you want to do her right in this one like some slug guy who gets no time on screen really rose should have been that person okay I that would have made her Still a tertiary character because she doesn't have as much to do, but she would be like more in the action. I think that would have solved a lot of problems. Yeah, she could have she could have moved up in the ranks. It's yeah. the resistance. They could do different jobs. Yeah, and, and realistically, she and like I said, she's technically savvy, so no one would have said what she's working on the Millennium Falcon. What? Yeah. They, she would have been like, no, no, she can like process in her mind like hyperspace tracking. So this is fine. Uh, but what I really liked about that is like you know Finn is like in, come into his own. And uh, he's, like, using the turret, like, well now. Like, shooting down, like, uh, support beams to take out TIE Fighters. Mm -hmm. And uh, they go into that hyperspace skipping, which I really like. Yeah, that was cool. That was fun. Uh, What I I love about that is um, each time they end up at a planet, not just in empty space ever. Yeah. Well, I think that's because they're... I actually recently saw a video... Oh, yeah? ...that says that they go on... um, there's like hyperspace lanes, like they go through hyperspace lanes. Actually. They they do. But so maybe that was just them getting off at all the hyperspace exits. I mean, they exit onto planets. It's not technically lanes. like a freeway, but I understand what you're saying. There are ways that are more heavily traveled, but still, most likely, if you're just doing a quick skip, what you do is you'd end up in deep space at least once. But each time they end up at like Cloud City, at like some some like worm planet thing. And the odds of that, even in hyperspace, are infinitesimal. And I was like that. We always end up in a place with stuff to do. Yeah. And that's fine. It, it's visually dynamic. And really, it's just my love of um, Star Talk and um, Cosmos made me realize that was wildly unlikely. I think um, Neil deGrasse Tyson ruined me. Mm. Mostly. Uh, hang on just a sec. Sam, could you hand me my pen there? The one to the to your right. The one to your left. See on the outside of my bag. That one, yeah. The other one, no, no. Oh, to your right, right, right. One more to the. There you go. Nope. One more. There you go. No. God damn it. There you go. The other one's a knife. That, that's the one you're just holding. Is this still on the podcast? It's all staying in the podcast. I'm too drunk to edit this all out. Okay, hyperspace jumping. No, it it was good. It bumped me a little bit, but mostly because like Neil deGrasse Tyson is a cold, calculating asshole. My thing about that, I had a gripe about that too. What's that? But it wasn't so much that they were ending up ending up on planets. Mm-hmm. I felt like maybe they could have, if you hit coordinates, maybe you're skipping around to 
the specific coordinates, right? Your coordinate yeah. is to jump onto that planet. So right. my thing was, well, I guess it's similar to yours. The Another thing about it, my own logic is in a defeat to my initial gripe about that, which was, <laughs> wouldn't they hit something? They would. Well, I don't know if they'd hit something, but as much as at least once, they just end up in like pitch black space. Wouldn't they hit like an asteroid or something? At some point, well, no, because they're, they're in hyperspace. That's the thing. That, well, that's why um, the the end of um of Last Jedi pisses me off is because they use hyperspace to take out the the super uh, Snoke's personal ship. Uh-huh. They're not in space when they shoot into hyperspace. When they come out, they might come out into a star. But realistically, that's just more for dramatic purposes. They can't have everyone die because they miscalculated a jump. That would be, like, wildly unsatisfying. That's true. Well, hmm. um, I guess they wouldn't have hit anything. I mean, odds are they wouldn't have. That's the thing. Like, <laughs> well, The other thing is, um, you notice how they can all track the Millennium Falcon through hyperspace now. Okay. Like, everyone can. Even TIE fighters now have hyperspace. Before, they were just suicide craft with no hyperdriver shields. So, I mean... This technology is advancing. Yeah, they're getting a lot better. The TIE Fighters are finally, like... They're they're actual ships. Okay. So they get back to their base of operation on whatever planet. uh, We'll call it Spaceica. Who cares? Um, Well, I I like... What I was a little weird is Poe has gone from, like, this hotshot pilot, hothead, I need to go do the thing, to kind of a curmudgeonly old asshole, right? Oh, yeah, huh? He was like, ah, oh, he's always in a bad mood. He's like, he's like in his 30s. What the fuck? <laughs> like, I, I, he's probably just a little older than me, tops. He's got a new, uh. He's like Han Solo was in the last one. Yeah, just with dark hair. He's got a new um, personality, I guess, huh? Yeah, so apparently in the last, like, what, couple of months, he's gone from, like, hot shot, I need to go do the thing, to, ah, oh, you guys are a bunch of dicks fuck you <laughs> that's true that where is. were you when we were fighting and that's true yeah and sam's sitting here doing selfies what the this is my room now is i thought this would be a place of dignity wow that's a lot of tongue victor wait keep that amount of tongue i'm gonna take a picture of that now turn to him that way i want to see like there we go wait wait there we go Touch him. Touch him. Yeah. Okay. God, that's so gross. Okay. Um, I wanted to see them, since we're in character development, before we go on to your next point. Oh, yeah. I see you've got several. Oh, no. This is page one. I've got two, three, four, five. Yeah, I don't think we're going to. No, we're going to get through this quick. If you, if you help me get through this quick. Okay, well, go, 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 go. We don't have to do a beat-by-beat beat retelling of it, I feel no, like. No, this isn't a beat-by-beat. Beat. This is like big, big overarching plots. Go, 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 go. They didn't explore Finn enough uh, as being a former stormtrooper, you know? Yeah, well, they, they did a little bit He's when he... Uh, we'll, we'll get into that later. We will get into that later. But, that, that's coming later, right. I swear to God. Okay, let's, let's go through this. Because um, the next stop they make is Desert Coachella, which I was right in my prediction. That the desert planet they go to is Coachella. Okay. I was hoping for desert Coachella, but I don't think it was. I feel it was more like desert Burning Man. Okay. it was, And not the new Burning Man, but like the first old Burning, Burning Man. Man. Yeah, yeah. Because there was like no uh, 
other alien races there. No, there's there was no, the one, the, the chick no... who handed um, Ray the, the, the beads. No, that was all part of the same race. Okay, okay, so fine. It was all fine. the same race on the planet, and there's no, like, triple boobied, quadruple boobied chicks. Okay, this there. isn't fucking uh, a Total Recall, dude. Just fucking <laughs> take the and, and the aliens you get. All you right. got a Wookiee well, and these other aliens. For that scene, I was hoping for more diverse aliens, just like you would see at Coachella. Oh, at Coachella, you got a lot of aliens, huh? Well, you have got diverse people. Actually, it's mostly like hipster white. Chicks. There you go, dude. <laughs> was I the only one who thought that when she got those beads that she should show her boobs? Yeah, that was you're the only one who had that thought popped up. Okay, because she listen. I just know about like like celebrations, and when you get beads, you have to show your tits. You know they should have. You know what they could have done that with an alien race. No, I want to see Ray's boobs. I don't give a shit about the alien boobs. <laughs> and they could have just like cleverly hit it to where it's like, oh, look at this. No, I want to see nips. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> I want to see what's her name's nips. But instead of like actual boobs, it's like these weird lumps. You know? Oh, God, no. I, I want to see her. Asymmetrical <laughs> lumps. I want to see her beautiful Jedi boobs. Okay, Jesus. Okay, but the, <laughs> I just right. saw she got like she got like beads draped over her and it's like, oh, I guess I got to like pull down this desert robe thing boom no that's not the type of i guess not she's a jedi you're right no attachment modesty you're absolutely right um but no this brings us to the next point where kylo ren initiates another space skype that was the best part of the last movie oh we got (gasps) smash burger okay guys what you don't understand is we ordered smash burger on this beautiful new year's eve night so this is going to be great um but the, they kind of carry through that water thing. You know, remember when um, Kylo rubbed his face and there's water from the planet Ray was on? Uh, yes. Okay, well, basically, he grabs those beads and rips them off her. And then his, like, CSI staff looks at him and is like, oh, this th- these beads come from this planet at this place. And that's how he tracks her down. Yeah, I think that's a pretty cool new uh, way to use the force. Well, we it's not so it much used. new as much as, as they take that concept and expand on it, which I'm I'm cool with. Well, they hadn't done that in the first six movies. Well, they uh, in the in the um, the current trilogy they're in. Grab those fries, dude. Remember, like in the one that I don't like, the best part was those space Skype calls. He like rubs his face, and there's water from the planet that she's on on Kylo's face. Mm-hmm. So they went from a hint to like them fully expanding this idea, which is really cool. And that's how they track her down. Let's see. Uh, we are going to see your boobs. Let's see. And that's when uh, just before then, uh, or just right after that, land they meet Lando in this like tank tread car, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Listen, my fly days are over, but if you want to know where this Imperial ship is, it's over there." And I just listened to the last audiobook. Um, a lot of stuff goes down on these like desert planets. Somehow Lando's on that planet. Well, he knows what's going on. He knows where the good parties are. Okay. Listen, in the last um, audiobook, he's like just taking over Cloud City again because he knows where a good party is. Oh, that's me. Lando uh, unfortunately had the same um, demeanor throughout the whole film. Well, listen, just he's kind of like, hey, it's me. I'm back and uh, I'm just doing the start. Well, the great thing about Lando is he's. Certain characters are always um, charismatic and compelling because they don't change. Other characters are compelling because they do change. And Lando is always like a carefree, go-lucky guy. And that's the great thing about Billy D. Williams. Thank you for taking my onions. I forgot to order no onions. Mm. You know that part where they're like... Uh, 
Send my love to Princess Leia or something like that, mm -hmm. right? To Leia. Oh, hey, he's always jealous of Lando or of Han Solo for getting Princess Leia. And then, and then uh, what, what did Ray say? Go tell her yourself. <laughs> yeah, right. Like that's him trying. That's them trying to get the whole crew back together. Then I then I thought like, okay, he's gonna go meet up with her. There's gonna be a scene between Lando and. Nope, that didn't happen. Well, that's because like he got in there after Carrie Fisher unfortunately died. Look, that's just the unfortunate nature of um, Carrie Fisher's death. And I do, like, listen, I may be drunk, and I may be joking around, but listen, Carrie Fisher was a fine actress, and I really do regret the fact that she died before this could be done. I really, I forget, the, I regret the fact that she died in general. She was a good actress, and I, and I really, yeah. I, I always miss, uh, like, her contributions to acting. She was taken from us too soon, right? Yeah. Do we want to get to, like, a halfway point and then pick this up in a part two? Uh, we are at like 24 minutes, so let's give it another 20 minutes, and then we can do a part two, and that'll be our um, our two-part New Year's anniversary special. We'll Hold take on, a minute to eat lunch, or eat this break, okay? Give it another like 10-ish minutes, okay? Okay, I'm just going to wash my hands real quick. I'll be back. Okay, hang on. Pause. And we're back, say, sober me, who would be editing this. Okay. So... They head out after Billy D. Willems' homes where the Imperial, um, like, Emperor Palpatine's, like, trusted, like, advisor guy's uh, spaceship is. They go out into the desert. And uh, what we find is those stormtroopers have some sweet, like, desert, like, like tank motorcycles, right? Yeah, those are pretty cool, huh? Yeah, they, like, launch, like, rocket troopers into the air. Yeah, but the only problem with those is that they don't hover and they have an easy weakness. What is the weakness? It. Well, their tread. You just got to throw something at the tread in it. Yeah. <laughs> fucks it up. Well, yeah, that's the problem is, like, for some reason they abandoned just, like, hover bikes and decided to go with tank bikes with, like, a spring seat. To, like, realistically, if I was driving that and I wasn't the rocket, like, trooper, I'd be just thrown along with the rocket trooper in front of the bike and get run over by my own motorcycle. But it is a pretty fun, like, uh, chase scene where, like, Ray's trying to shoot people. She looked really angry when she's shooting that blaster. I don't remember. I do, and, like, because I, I, I've watched a lot of, like, I've ingested a lot of Star Wars stuff, especially recently. And Jedi are not supposed to be angry. Spoiler. She's a Palpatine. Okay, you know what, dude. She's a Sith. Jesus, we're getting to that later. <laughs> But anyway, they, they uh, get chased by these guys on tank motorcycles to um, to the site of the uh, Imperials, like, uh, shuttle. And they find this worm. Where, uh, remember the worm under the uh, under the shuttle that yeah. Ray heals? Mm -hmm. Huh? It's like a big snake. Yeah, it's like a snake worm, desert snake worm. They go into, like, desert quicksand. Is that thing a Muppet too, you think? Was that a Muppet? Honestly, I... I don't think Jim Henson had any part of that. Jim Henson, but <laughs> was that a pro maybe his predecessors like like Palpatine had Ray or Ray? Jim Henson, did you dip that fucking fry in whiskey? Oh, it's actually pretty good. Maybe I'm drunk. <laughs> I'm gonna try it now. <laughs> oh fuck, that's gross. Oh, okay. Victor dipped his French fry in whiskey. He said it was kind of good. He's lying. <laughs> you put too much. You gotta. Oh. It, you gotta dip it, let it drip a it's little not bit. Gross, it's just strange. It's str yeah, strange. Soak it. 
tidbit. Anyway, so basically, we get a lot of funny scenes because, like, um, C-3PO is there, and they're using him to good comic, comic effect when, like, uh, Poe is calling out after they sink into the underground caverns where the, the, the snake centipede thing is. It's like, okay, is everyone okay? Uh, Poe, Ray... Uh, BB-8, and then, like, c 3 is like, I'm good, too. Uh, maybe you forgot me. Like, hmm. he, he's actually pretty funny. When I say he's tolerated, that's in the last ones. In this one, he's kind of, like, used for comic relief, and that's really good. Yeah. <clears throat> C-3PO's uh, clocking in the hours of Comedy. Star Wars time. Yeah, he's really... He's uh, been... Probably appeared in Star Wars. Well, he's been in every Star Wars movie. I think so, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So he could have been in Star Wars technically on screen more than Luke. Oh. Or Rey. No. Or... No, I don't think so, but he's getting there. Like... <laughs> All right, fine. Especially now that But he's Luke clocking is... in the hours. He, he really is. He's, he's got a lot of time in there. Um, I really like that. And uh, so basically, um, they all want to kill the snake thing. But uh, Ray heals him using the the powers we use in the early release um, uh, Mandalorian episode that Baby Yoda uses to heal um, uh, yeah. Billy D. Williams. If you happen to see uh, that episode of, um, we'll talk about that later. Mandalorian, you know that the Force has healing powers. Oh yeah, but it always has. But now they really used to good effect, and so basically the snake moves away, and uh, Chewie picks up the dagger. Or no, um. Ray gets the dagger. Chewie um, loses it. To, he gets captured in a minute. Because um, after they get out of those tunnels, Kylo Ray tries to run over Ray. Or no, Kylo Ren. I'm drunk. Tries to run over Ray for some reason with his tie interceptor. But she does that sweet scene from the uh, trailer where she jumps and slices it. I didn't know what she was planning, but <clears throat> she had she had something up her sleeve. And she showed it to us. Yep showed us what was up her sleeve so yeah uh basically um finn sees <laughs> god damn it finn sees uh uh should we getting captured and then uh she and then ray sees like the ship going away but apparently this is a big fake out they do later but uh, sitting there like why would they why would they have two ships of the same model moving away at the same time just for only to f- to fake out Ray to think she killed Chewie when she like does the tug of war thing <laughs> yeah. with that's Kylo. That's actually my favorite scene in the movie. Actually, that's a good scene because they're, like they're both at odds. They're they're at, that's the last time they're really at odds with each other. Yeah, and it shows. Um, I always like the contrast between, you know, metaphysical, kind of like spiritual like powers in mm-hmm. Star Wars and stuff, and then like kind of like the brute technological force. Yeah. So you've got, like, these two worlds colliding where you've got, like, this world that's, like, highly technologically advanced. Yep. Right? But then there's got this, like, you've got this <clears throat> smaller... These space wizards. Hidden, yeah. Hidden world of, like, these powerful, like, uh, beings mm-hmm. that pretty doing, much have telekinesis. Doing force tug-of-war. And then Ray accidentally force lightnings the ship to death. That's what I knew. Yeah. What'd you know? That's when I knew she was related to the uh, Emperor. Oh, you had this thought? Yeah. Okay. I just thought she was like, she might be like going, this is, I thought personally that she, this was like a focal point where she might be going to the, this is a visual representation. Like I could be going dark side. I could be going light side. This is where I have to make the choice. But no, that you were way closer to that then. Yeah. 
Because I knew they were going to do something with their parents, and I knew they didn't want to let people down. Yeah. I was like, how are they going to make the people happy from episode uh, 7 and 8? Eight? Like, how are you going to reconcile, like, oh, your parents are someone, as in episode 7, yeah. then episode 8, oh, your parents are no one. Yeah. How do you bring that together? Someone and no one at the same time. Meanwhile, during all this time, up to the point where Kylo Ren did the forced tug-of-war with that ship, he's been looking for Emperor Palpatine because he's been sending out a signal to, like, the universe. So basically, he kills a bunch of people and finds this Sith Wayfinder to lead him to Emperor Palpatine. Mm-hmm. And um, the thing I really like about that is it looks really like... Um, uh, what not H.R. Geiger. Who's the guy who does um, uh, sh- uh, Cthulhu? H.P. Lovecraft. Yeah, this whole, like, the upside-down, like, um, yeah, yeah, pyramid thing that, like, uh, the force-lifted pyramid mm-hmm. that um, that uh, Emperor Palpatine lives in, it looks really like uh, sh- like that sort of thing, like this elder god, like, temple he lives in, suspended, like, 20 feet off the ground. <laughs> so he goes to this, like, was yeah. It was this- an upside-down pyramid? Huh? It was an upside-down pyramid? It was close. Like, it was, like, wider at the top than it was at the bottom. Mm-hmm. It's just shorthand because I'm drunk. Well, wider at the bottom than it was at the top? No, no. It was wider at the top than it was at the bottom. Remember? Google it. And it was 20 feet off the ground. I remember the floating part. Yeah, yeah. It was bigger up top, wider up top than it was at the bottom. And basically, he finds, like, uh, Emperor Palpatine there. And you see this jar of emperors, or of supreme... Supreme Leader Snokes, which I I loved. <laughs> it was like Rick and Morty. Really, it was, right? It's like, oh yeah, that that leader, I made him. Literally, look over there. See, I've been, I've been gardening him. <laughs> I've been making Snokes. Yeah, I remember that guy who was kind of a, just an inconsequential dickweed? You wouldn't get it, Morty. It's, it's Snoke. I make <laughs> I just made Snokes. Snokes, okay? Uh, I just need uh, Snokes. <laughs> <laughs> it's an easy design to make. And they're expendable. Okay, uh... So what you find out is that the dagger that they found on that planet has the... Has the ability to find another Wayfinder to get to Emperor Palpatine. Right? And, uh... So, um... Emperor Palpatine says, Look, I'll give you this whole fleet of of awesome Star Destroyers if you go kill Rey. And he goes back to his people and says, Look, we're, we're now working for Palpatine, basically. But you know, like Kylo, being a Sith acolyte, basically, he's going to say, oh, yeah, we're just going to kill Palpatine and do what we want. That's <laughs> <Yeah>. the Sith. <laughs> but this plays into it later. Like, I was always wondering, like, why do the Sith all, are always cool with, like, the people they're training just murdering them immediately? You'll learn later why. But, okay. So, let's see. Um, Ray, they go to the world where uh, Poe grew up. I, I forget the name of it, but basically it's... Uh, it's another, like, uh, Moss Eisley-style place, just in the snow as opposed to in the desert. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and his uh, his old like flame is there with that mask. Yeah, and he was a criminal there. That's fine. He has a past, and that's cool. And they find this little Muppet um, droid hacker thing. Spice Runner. Spice. No, no, not Spice Runner. He was a Spice Runner, but his buddy he's looking for is this uh, droid hacker, like, tiny guy. Because uh, C-3PO looked at the, at the dagger, but he yeah, couldn't, yeah. like, by his programming translates Sith languages because it's so evil. 
So basically, he says, "Well, it's in my memory, but I can't translate it because of the law." <laughs> and they say, "Oh, how can we get it from him?" Well, if you find a slicer to cut open my head and do something horrible to me, it's like, "Okay, let's kill C three PO," which I'm always good with. What was the name of the little guy? I forget his name. Hey, Sam, look up the name of C-3PO while we cover some next uh, story bits, please. No, the little tiny Muppet. Yeah, that's, tiny what we're, that's what I'm asking. The little Muppet um, droid slicer. Oh, Babu Frick was the little... Babu Frick. Babu Frick, yeah. He's great. Okay, hey, is there a place to put this onion? I don't know. One onion? No, let's go. Okay. Was that inappropriate, Victor? Okay. Well, I didn't feed it to her. She took it, so it's a little less inappropriate. Okay. So Babu Frick, uh, he he says, yeah, I can get this data out of your droid. I like his catchphrase. What was that? Hey! Hey! hey. <laughs> it's like a drunk guy. Hey, everybody! He anyway. translates it. It's like, hey! The first order shows up uh, looking for uh, Ray. And so do the Knights of Ren. And it turns out they... Because, uh, um, oh yeah, because uh, Rey and um, everyone who wasn't captured, so basically everyone except Chewie, took uh, the Imperial ship. And they're hanging out in Asteroid Belt for a minute. And they say, okay, we got to go to this place where I know a guy. And you find out the Knights of Ren have a really smog, uncompliant spaceship. <laughs> but uh, they're there too. And they're all looking for him. Uh, yeah, you think um, spaceships would be like, I don't know electric or something yeah you wouldn't have like a <laughs> trail of smog in fucking space I know. but they do this is why you need smog compliance in space okay um, i guess they're supposed to be like analogous to biker gang i don't know i guess i don't know oh mm. Mm. another bite of cheeseburger this is really smash burgers are really good it's so good we should re- i would recommend it would it be weird if i gave you a tomato she wants a tomato Fuck. Oh, I'll oh later. man. This is my room. Don't judge me. Okay. The the bun is a little crumbly. It is, but... you have a gluten-free bun. Move your legs. Oh. Okay. Man, you dropped a pickle? The fuck is wrong with me? I know, that's why I didn't I mean to. I didn't ask, hey, pickle, jump out of my cheeseburger. Okay. And it was a mushroom. Okay, you know, okay, fine, fine. Okay, listen, listen. So basically, they get the data out of C-3PO, and then they realize, at certain points, uh, Ray realizes she senses, like, on the command ship, hey, Chewbacca's there. I didn't accidentally murder him with force lightning. Yay. So they, um... Kind of uh, undoing all that character development, but... Well, yeah, because like, she has to feel the, the pain of, oh, God, I've used power improperly, but they also can't kill Chewbacca because he's so beloved. <laughs> yeah. So... Yeah. <laughs> Ryan Johnson would have killed him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but Ryan Johnson is an inferior filmmaker. Okay. Whoa. For sci fi. Not for. Uh, for Star Wars, at least. Hey, not for detective those, drama. He's, he's going to use those series. So. Yeah, well, fuck him. Not for detective dramas, though. Okay, yeah, true. Knives Out was a good film. It was a great film. Okay, we saw that. It was great. Uh, yeah, anyway, so basically, they all go to the, um, the Star Destroyer with uh, Poe's ex's. Um, uh, like security clearance she was going to use to get off the planet. So they, they use clearance to get there and they split up on the ship because uh, Ray realizes, okay, what we need is over that direction and Chewbacca's that direction. Poe and Finn go over there. I'm going to go over here. You kind of glossed over like a kind of a character building. Okay, like go, a, go for it. 
Well, she uh, gave him like the the clearance was like the 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 emperor. It was like, just a tag. captain's clearance. Yeah, but um, <clears throat> it was just one more time in her life where she was helping him. Yeah, I could assume like that the history like she's always helping him out mm-hmm. and stuff, and he's always fucking her over. Well, I say like, I can't accept this from you. Like this is a big thing. She's like, yeah. no, take it. You know. Well, because I this... felt like we got a little something there uh, from Poe's. Uh, well, I think, and there's a little bit of a, a kind of a unrequited love story. There, there is. I think it's more from him. The love angle is more from him. I think he is influencing her in that he's like saying, "Hey, there's a bigger cause to fight for." Because remember, like she shows up later, <clears throat> and not for her own selfish gains. So she still loves him, yes, and that's what bridges the gap between her. Like, just um, giving him a thing because she loves him and showing up later to help out the fight. Yeah, and Poe almost didn't accept it. Almost didn't because he realized, hey, this is that bridge. Like, he's reconciling his past with his present. Uh, Let's see. Um, Oh, yeah. So, basically, uh, Finn and and Poe, they they free um, Chewie. But... uh, Kylo and Ray, like Ray, Kylo reaches out to Ray again with that Force Skype thing, and they have a Force. Like, okay, I gotta go. Yeah, has got two. I gotta take off. Yeah, no, (laughs) she's still on the same ship. But what I really like is she gets to his room on that command ship, and they have a Force lightsaber fight, like Skype, a Force Skype lightsaber fight, and they further like that um, that idea of stuff crossing over because they're linked, Mm -hmm. so that they're like Kylo's on the planet fighting, and she's like. 3,000 yards away on the ship so stuff crosses over and that's how he finds out where she is. She knocks something over. Yeah, and that's like, like, oh, that. That's where you are. Secure the ship. On, she's on the ship. How does he talk? She's on the ship. She's, she's on the ship. Because yeah, he, he rebuilds his mask because he realizes the mask is cool. Yeah. As long as I'm dark side, masks are awesome. It's got a new cracked look to it. Oh, it's so awesome. It's so sweet. Plus, you know, they they gotta sell those toys, man. Oh yeah, they do. Sam, how sweet is that mask? Eh. Okay, you know what? She doesn't know what she's talking about. It's sweet. Anyway, it's Ryan got Johnson red. fucked it up. Like no one wants to buy. Fuck that. Adam noise. Driver's face. Adam Driver. <laughs> they want that Kylo Ren mask. Right. That some designer took months <laughs> to design. But I really like that because like stuff's like falling between their like places in space and time. Mm. Yeah, and. uh... I would like to see the fight where we're not seeing Kylo Rando. It's just her, like, just, just swinging at nothing. At stuff and then, like, getting hit. Okay, that's a little weak. Okay. <laughs> okay. No, so, I want to see that. I want to, I want that to be the director's cut. At the same time, like, uh, they, after they rescue if Chewie. Someone, so that's what we saw as the audience. If uh, someone walked in, some guard, some stormtrooper saw her just kind of fighting herself. She was flailing at nothing. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay, this will be the last one before we go to the next episode. We're at forty-two minutes now. Um, while um, while she's fighting Kylo and getting discovered, um, Poe and uh, Finn are discovering where Chewie is and getting escaping with the Falcon. Mm-hmm. And uh, they, uh, General Hux reveals himself to be the traitor, the person who uh, leaked the initial information that they found at that ice um, place mm-hmm. at the beginning of the movie. And so uh, he shoots all the people who are going to execute him, and he leads them to the Millennium Falcon. And uh, let me see here. Oh, yeah. He has them um, sh- shoot him. It's like, so he says, shoot me in the arm. And uh, they sh- <laughs> shoots him in the leg, and he collapses. That's, like, so satisfying. Yeah. And basically you learn his um, 
motivation is like, I don't want you to win. I just want Kylo to fucking lose. It's pure fucking, like, I hate this dipshit. Which I love. Yeah, like, I mean, the way that, you know, Kylo Ren treats his employees. <laughs> employees. <laughs> we'll call them employees. <laughs> yeah. Not child soldiers raised to be First Order acolytes. Uh, you got some juices here. Yeah. Just go, go, go. <laughs> oh, like, that, that was bound to happen to one of these guys. One of these guys was bound to be like... A traitor. A traitor, you know. Yeah. It's like, I'm fed up with you. Fuck Kylo Ren. <laughs> he is an asshole. But only because he was mean to me. Yeah. Not because of the other shit that he did. <laughs> yeah, and so basically he shoots him in the leg, and I would have beat him up a little bit, maybe trying to sell the cover. Yeah. And this comes in later. Uh, but we're going to cover this more later. Because um, right now, we're going 40 minutes. We're going to let you guys go. Not subject you to it like a two-hour-long podcast. So, I'm Spike. I'm Victor. And we're going to cover the rest of Star Wars uh, Rise of Skywalker in the next podcast. Uh, maybe what? like in a day or two, honestly. <laughs> Probably. Probably. So thanks for tuning in to the Transmit in Podcast. Really long time. All right, we'll see you next time. Thanks for tuning in. Bye.